Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. This is Justin Hahnemann the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, if you're a guy out there and girl, but mainly guys, you're going to be loving our discussion today on how to not get skin cancer and how to have better skin. I know my guest is like probably cringing as I say that. Like I, I can't even wait to introduce you to this company, Get Mister, and the co-founder Eliana Goldstein is on today. Eliana, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Justin, for having me. <laughs> it's so great to have you here. You're like so like shy sounding after we just had this amazing conversation. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, skin health, guys that are listening are like, oh, no, I don't want to hear about skin cancer. I mean, come on, you know. But, I mean, this is going to be so cool today. What you get, you and your mom have um, established from a business perspective is amazing. Um, I can't wait to dive into it. So, um, everyone, you're going to love this. So, um, before we get to that, though, Ileana, share a little bit about your background before you guys started the business. Of course. So again, Justin, thank you. And for anyone listening, my mother who happens to be a dermatologist. So if that's any (laughs) indicator (laughs) for for the brand, but you know, I, I'm from North Carolina. I grew up with two parents who happened to be physicians. My mother, a dermatologist, my father, a family physician. And so I've always kind of had this element of healthcare, skincare, but also entrepreneurism and business. They both, my mother started her own dermatology practice uh, very early on. And so I kind of always had in the back of my head, I probably wanted to start a company someday, did not know exactly what that would look like or what day that would be. Happened earlier than I could have expected, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) immediately after school, I ended up doing a two-year fellowship focused on startups and venture capital. It's called Venture for America got a little bit more recognized when Andrew Yang ran for president. It's his kind of uh, pet project per se, but I did, did do that for two years in St. Louis and then um, ultimately started this company with my mother in 2018. That's so cool. So we're a couple years in now. Um, Get Mr. Like it's spelled get like, you know, MR. Get MR. Get MR. Well, we started with M I S T E R, but everyone thought it was this misting spray. Right, it sounds like, that right, would sound like misting. That. No, no, I think I like it. I like, get Mister. Come on, um, this is cool. So, uh, so how, you and your mom? She's obviously a dermatologist. I'll just tell you, like, I go annually, and um, you know, I, I, I it's That's great. It's yeah, it's very good. Most of the time, uh, it's a, a wonderful experience. I, I hate when they when they go, oh, um, they circle, they get this pen out. And then they circle like a little area. I don't know if you've been had this experience, but like, and then I know I'm in trouble. Like, and then they bring the little needles. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Anyway. um, And that's why you got to be careful, guys. You don't want to get skin cancer. (laughs) You don't want the little needles and then the little shave off the top. Um, I know that's not what we're here to talk about, but Ileana, so you you and your mom are like, you're so (laughs) excited about starting this brand. How did you guys decide, you know, from having a conversation about it to actually starting a business around it? Like, what did that look like? The concept for the brand really started right around the same time, actually. So 
you know, personally, well, of course, my mother has been a dermatologist. She's also been a skin cancer surgeon for the last 15 years. So when we talk about needles and spots, um, I grew up with seeing some gross magazines in the back of her car um, with lots of imagery. I I did not go down, (laughs) down that path and neither did my brothers, but we kind of always joked around for a while that, um, you know, this idea of I wore sunscreen every day growing up, likely because one, my mother's a dermatologist, but also two, because it was in my makeup or my moisturizing products already. It was just this habit I had in my day-to-day routine. But, you know, my father, after being treated for skin cancer, thankfully very all right. But, you know, even in that moment, it was like, pulling hair and teeth trying to get him to wear sunscreen it just, <laughs> that's what i it just was, said guys it, for some yeah, reason it, i don't know what it is <laughs> right and it was the same thing for my brothers who were 30 and 25 at the time um we just none of them would wear sunscreen but what was so interesting was that you know when i looked around more and more of the guys that i knew were wearing you know moisturizer or face lotion right but still sunscreen just wasn't a part of that conversation, at least on a daily basis. You know, I feel like everyone knows now you wear it when you're going to the beach or playing golf, but you know, I put this on every day right after I brush my teeth. (laughs) But it's also (laughs) lotion. It's part of like, right. I mean, it's It's, got moisture. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't my makeup. Totally. Never. I'm I'm efficient in my morning or lazy, whatever you want to call it. But (laughs) And so we really had this concept for, you know, how do we make putting on sunscreen as easy as possible? That was really where we started. And so we ended up doing research for about two years, starting in 2018, interviewing 800 men, 200 women. Wow. Um, Talk about some homework. That's awesome. Yeah. We just had that research published in the Journal of Drugs and Dermatology that actually surveyed to say, well, what are men using? And we found out very quickly they were using moisturizers and aftershave. And so we said, well, what if we could create this holy grail product, this upgraded all-in-one, one-step routine? Um, And so that's really where we started. We we started testing every single product that we could find on the market. Wow. And so when you did that survey, I mean, I can only imagine what, you know, the different types of information that you gathered, but was there anything that stood out as like so obvious, like a couple, any key findings that were just like so glaringly obvious after talking to that many people? One of them was just, I mean, we, we interviewed men and women just because we saw, you know, what are these disparities? What are the differences? And the thing that stood out was how, again, men are three times more likely to get skin cancer. And the question was, you know, why? And when we looked at the data, women are wearing sunscreen on a daily basis, significantly more often than men. Um, And on top of that, a majority of men are using moisturizing products. Just again, they didn't have SPF inside. And so um, I think that was one. And the second piece was, we asked, you know, is there anything that would convince you to wear sunscreen every day? And the number one thing that stood out was this aspect of a risk of skin cancer. Wow. Um, it was very direct. It was very, you know, this idea of, sure, I want to invest in my health. And so that's where we started. This isn't, you know, a beauty product. This is part of your health. 
that we're talking about. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So very cool. So you got a lot of good insight from doing the research. Um, you learned a lot from guys and gals, right? In terms of what they wear, what they don't. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I mean, I'm not an expert. I do hear more women say they wear, they'll, they'll mention that they have sunscreen on, um, like daily and guys don't ever mention sunscreen. Um, so <laughs> they should. So how did you go from, Hey, we've got something, an idea here to making a product that's like moisturizer age and UV defense, soothing and smoothing ish, you know? Yeah. So it's funny. I actually, when you said that, made me think I saw a tweet last week that said, why do no men wear SPF? Like, it was just, you know, it was again, it goes, and about 20 different people tagged us on it. They're like, oh, oh that's no where way. Get Mr. Comes you got to get Mr. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, it's really fascinating. When we talked initially, because we, we spoke with a lot of advisors and friends, but every single person we spoke with said, don't start with sunscreen. Right. Don't start there. That's going to be so difficult. You're right. going to have to Start with something through. that people want to wear. And um, sunscreen has to be FDA registered. So it's the worst of a cosmetic product. Most cosmetic products, you can just, you know, get good branding, great marketing and go to market. But we had to um, go through stability testing. We had to go through compatibility testing. There's a lot that has to go into, and we were doing it in the midst of COVID. Um, So there was a lot more that goes into making a product that has SPF inside. That's very unique. So we went through about three different product iterations, testing it on men in my mother's practice, testing it on future customers um, before we actually landed on our current formula. And you guys hadn't done like product development before or moisturizer lotion development. So how did you figure that out? You know what I mean? Like Like what were the, what were the things you had to do to figure that out? Well, I will say, you know, my mother being my co-founder, she, whenever we go to the beach, she's down at the beach with her medical journals, of <laughs> new products, oh, sitting it. there, <laughs> reading through them for her, for her beach reads. That's her um, beach read. She, <laughs> nice. But no, really, she, she has sold over hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of skincare products Got in her it. practice. Got it. So she knows a lot, a lot about this process, but at the end of the day, she, we never worked with manufacturers on this before. So, you know, we drafted up a request for proposal. We um, understood what she really knew, what ingredients needed to be inside that would make it not just a sunscreen. So it has niacinamide, it's gently exfoliating, it has age defense inside with some plant stem cell extract. She really knew what ingredients she wanted to have in there. Um, But it was finding, you know, a 10 year chemist that we could partner with to actually start working on the formula and that's all outside of the branding got it (laughs) and does she really go to buy dr g she now does (laughs) (laughs) she now does i just saw on your website like dr Dr. goldstein to everyone else dermatologist dr g developed the daily i mean i mean god this is amazing um very very cool okay so you you guys have an idea you've you've got your mom has done tons of work around it with other lotions she's done she's seen what's on the market you guys have ideas what should go in it did you have to find someone to like mix it all together like you know how did you manufacture this I asked her once if we could just do it in our kitchen and right. she just looked at me like right. I was crazy. I mean, this isn't like the next salsa or something, right? I mean, it's something that, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's a lotion. So I, how did you figure that out? So we, we do work with a contract manufacturer Got to it. help. Um, and, and they worked with, you know, large, large global brands. Um, so some lessons learned definitely. And 
being the smallest player at the table when they work with large fortune 500 companies. Um, but we knew that we wanted this brand to be something we could scale, grow. We saw real potential for it, but in parallel, um, they had access to, to co-packers and to, sure. um, some of the better rates that we could find for our actual packaging Got alongside it. helping with our formula. Oh, that makes sense. I was going to go to packaging next. So, um, and then you mentioned, you jumped ahead and you were mentioning that you were able to test it like on some patients and others that, um, might want to try it out. How did you know if it was working? You know what I mean? Like at first, like what was the feedback and what, did, what was people, what were people saying about it? Oh, it, it, it was a process. <laughs> The, the, well, that more. was one of our benefits. <laughs> yes. We, we started with my mother's practice because we said, you know, we could just send a variable out, but we really wanted to be able to quickly iterate and see on a very specific set of variables that survey I mentioned earlier, we knew the biggest factors we needed to take into account were feel, right. smell, okay. um, ease of blending into scruff was a factor of criteria um, because we said, you know, less men are shaving. So we need to have something that can blend into a beard or at least a life scruff. Yeah. Full beard. Probably probably not the best. Um, Yeah. That'd be tough. And sensitivities. It couldn't sting your eyes. It couldn't, you know, be too oily around the the face. So we basically set a a benchmark for ourselves that we needed to be scoring on, on each of those factors. And we had surveys, Um, but I'll say throughout every process, it's pretty scrappy of how we put, we put things together. So we had a survey form. We um, had everyone fill it out as they were trying it. And each time we saw that it had to be getting a little bit better on each of those different variables. Interesting. And then did you guys go back and make changes to the formulation and whatnot based on the feedback? Yes. Every oh, time. Very so cool. The first time it was a little bit too thick. So we didn't want it to you know, make people's faces shiny. That was right. one of the biggest differences we heard. Guys didn't hate hate an oily product. So we wanted it to be a little less creamy. Um, we worked on smell to make it, you know, a very subtle cedar so Ooh. that it, it wasn't overwhelming, but it covered the zinc um, kind of kind of natural smell that zinc tends to have. <laughs> I used to wear zinc oxide when I was younger. I don't know if you know, like the white stuff on your nose. Um, this is not that obviously in a good way. Um, I love this. So, and you start getting great feedback and then um, you're tweaking the formulation at this point, are you still only kind of in-house with it? At what point did you decide to start selling it? Right in the midst of COVID, we decided to to, (laughs) to launch a crowdfunding campaign. So I've been working for a while to build an audience in our newsletter, uh, pitching about our product, different places online, but we opened up, crowdfunding, which essentially was our pre-orders. So we allowed people to pre-order the product a couple of months in advance. And once we had about $15,000 in pre-orders, we placed our first order. Wow. Um, And so that came three, three months later, everything was delayed last year, but, um, and then we really had our first launch in November when that product arrived and um, we were featured in the Katie Kirk gift yeah, guide. I saw that. Yeah. I love the packaging also. Um, how did you get, I mean, how did you build awareness of a brand before it was even launched? Like what are the tactics that you used? Well, there were, there were three things that I thought about specifically, which was who are the influencers that are going to help get our brand out there and in, and in the know of 
men's lives because it's right. definitely <laughs> just me talking about it will not do it alone. Right. Um, and those three things we went back to were uh, dermatologists, you know, especially that's kind of that point of sale where people are really thinking about their skin and being advised on what to use and what not to use. The second were spouses, so women. Um, and the third were athletes. So that's when mm. all the conversations with men, we heard that, you know, they kind of look and right. listen to what different different reporters and broadcasters and players are using and talking about. So um, that's where we started both building my own mother's brand a little bit. And so getting her name out there and having her talk about the product, but also starting to get the product in the hands of coaches and athletes and players who could then also start speaking about it. Oh, very cool. I love that. I mean, that's obviously, and you know, when did, was there a moment when you you had some initial big hits, you know, and I know it's still early days with the product and all, but were there some points where you're like, Oh yes, we totally nailed that. And we, or we picked up somebody that you didn't expect, or you got some orders you didn't expect. What did that look like early days? So the earliest, definitely, I mentioned it briefly, but with the Katie Couric gift guide, we quickly saw that, that that third group, the spouses, you know, they resonated with what we were talking about, that they had also been trying to find a product that contained sunscreen inside for a while for, you know, their son or their spouse or their father to use for years. And it was one of the top performing products of their entire not just gift guide, but we followed up with that with a three-part content series with oh, them very cool. around skin health. That's and awesome. so that was really the first instance where we saw how much a well-aligned partner could really work with us. Um, and then in this past month, we just got featured in Men's Health in print. Um, and so we were featured as the new upgraded all-in-one product where a lot of products that were featured were $140 or $120. And we still provided a lot of those same benefits, but at $40. Got it. Wow. That's pretty so, really cool. So really getting out there that way. Love it. Um, so where are you now? Uh, that was kind of the initial order, the initial, you know, you get $15,000, you made your first order and then started delivering products. So where are you now? Um, and what's your thought on direct to consumer versus getting into retail stores and whatnot? So after that first, the the pre-orders, we we sold a little um, over three thousand orders nationwide, globally, and that's really spoken to the message again, resonating with. It seems to be a very diverse customer base. It's men in their twenties. It's adults in their 60s you know who have experienced skin cancer it's pretty it's men and women too right it's one thing before we hit record you were telling me yeah and it's a lot of again women who are considering buying two or three at a time for stocking stuffers or for graduation gifts and things of that nature because it just it's so easy um and the reviews have been just overwhelmingly positive which has been incredible to see yeah it's Uh, amazing i saw that as well but we did a business accelerator in January in New York city that was focused, um, that provided us with some capital. We, um, we're looking really at now moving forward, how we can help more people through a full skin health management solution. So of Mm. course we have this one product, but we really think about, you know, your body is your large, your skin is your body's largest organ. So it's thought that you should have products that help you, have your healthiest skin for life, really. 
Love that. Um, and so you went through that accelerator, which I think is super helpful. What were the key things you took away from that? Just to, you know, you can go in with so many assumptions about your business and that really you always need to be testing your beliefs, your assumptions. And my favorite line was to be um, pleasantly surprised always. So we are, you know, by be surprised by who your customer might be or might not be, um, by what channel might or might not work, by uh, what new, what new email tagline, it's going to be from the smallest of details to the largest. So I think that was one of the key things that we really took away. Um, And the second one is also just, there's nothing like being able to move with speed. Um, And (laughs) we... (laughs) And we've really done that. I would say, you know, we've last year we didn't even have a product, and now, you know, we've been featured in some of those outlets that I would have dreamed to be in. Totally, um, and great so reviews move, too. Move I mean, just speed. awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, uh, and again, my homework: Forbes, Men's Health, Katie Couric's bag, Rolling Stones, NPR. I mean, some great coverage. Um, looking ahead, uh, like in the next, let's say, twelve to eighteen months, like what do you need to do to con- continue growing? Our primary focus has, for the last six months, I say, is just I've talked with any customer that will let me talk to them. Um, we have in our email flows, I ask every customer if they will talk to me, actually. <laughs> nice. Um, and some people say, really? You're, you want to talk to me? Um, I say, yes, actually, please. What's the best time? And so I think part of that is still, for the time moving forward, I am so focused on really understanding our customer and what they want and what to see from us and trust us to build. But this next piece of that is, of course, we're launching new products um, that, again, that stay true to our brand around dermatology grade, all-in-one, everyday products that help you feel good, look good, smell good. Um, and the second piece is also, uh, new partnerships. So we have some really exciting partnerships with athletes and with, um, other influencers who really resonate with our mission and our brand. So launching those and, and some neat things that are coming up in Q4 and Q1 next year. Very, very cool. I always love to ask our guests uh, to share some of their biggest lessons learned. You, you, you kind of went there in talking about some of your takeaways from the event earlier this year in New York. But And I know it's still early days, but think about our listening audience. You've got some entrepreneurs here. You've got people working for big brands that you know have an idea and lo- would love to create their, the next Get Mister. Um, what would be two or three pieces of advice you'd offer to them? I don't know if this contradicts what I said earlier, but patience. Ah, I, I have a hard <laughs> time with quickly, that one personally. But, <laughs> Move oh, quickly, but be course. patient. <laughs> Move quickly, but be patient. I think that there's um, there's that very classic saying, you know, you overestimate what you, or underestimate what you can do in 10 years, overestimate what you can do in a year, whichever way it is. But really, you know, we're playing a long game here and that a lot of the things that are good that happen in a month were set up six months ago. Got it. And you oftentimes can't see, see how what you're doing will benefit you for time, for some time. Um, and so I think really being mentally patient and also not overburdening people with follow up emails, <laughs> even though you might want to see something I'm sure. in the near term. So, so that's where I've really learned that and along with balance. 
love it. I'm so excited for you guys. I think the product is awesome. Like I said, I love the packaging. I love the idea. I mean, I definitely would wear this personally. um, And I'm excited for where you guys are headed. Share with our audience uh, where they can find you, connect with you, buy the product, etc. If you want to try it right now, you could go to get Mr. That's G-E-T-M-R. I feel like I'm on an infomercial.com. G-E-T-M-R.com. Uh, and we do have an introductory <laughs> offer that's going on right now. And then you can also, if you would like to see us at your dermatologist, you can recommend um, that we be there as well. That's so great. Um, okay, so it has been so awesome meeting you, Ileana. Um, you've got to come back on down the road. <laughs> we might have to bring Doctor G on too, and then we could like we could dig into no pun intended, like some of the reasons why your skin is so important to you. <laughs> that would, everyone oh would be like, goodness. "I'm changing the podcast if we did that." But um, <laughs> no, it could be really cool. No, it's been so great having you on. I'm excited for you guys. Please come back. Um, have you back on down the road six 12 months let's talk about where you are then to hear your stories and um, look forward to staying in touch thank you justin the contender cast is sponsored by henderson shapiro peck and powered by contender brands you can download additional contender cast episodes directly via apple podcasts google podcasts amazon music spotify iHeartMedia. YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.